This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, July the 11th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Arizona time. Thank you so much for joining us. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver, and it's as easy as giving us a call at 1-800-951-0592. You can also go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Point and click. Go ahead and take a look at the product. Go ahead and take a look at the silver, the 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 gold Swiss pants, the the all the great coins that we have out there. Sometimes you can find some fancy buffaloes on there. It's just fun to go take a look at what's available out there to you. Keep an eye on the market just on that gold right there as well. Also, you can check out all the news to disturb the comfortable. And all of this is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO, Joe Jaquint. He's the man behind the show, financially backed it. If you don't like his opinion, he really, really tries so hard to make sure he's just giving you accurate information. And I'm just here to tell you, if you don't like that information, he really don't care. <laughs> Good morning, Joe. How are you? Good morning, and uh, happy Monday. I know that's it's almost like a double negative, because first of all, it's Monday. Everyone knows you're not happy about it, but we're all back to work here on Monday. Got a lot of things to talk about today. Um, you know, I was so many areas of where I could go, and I'm like, where do I want to talk about? Where do I want to start out? What do we? What, what is the most important thing out there? And we have all kinds of interesting things that are happening somewhere, not only here at home. You know, we we the Black Lives Matter, the protests, the shootings in Dallas uh, over the weekend. Uh, one of the largest protests in Germany in recent years, and we we know. Uh, Three or four weeks, I told you about all the protests happening in France. We got the uh, the Brexit, the UK leaving the EU, and all these things just piling up. Uh, also, Bank of America made a an incredible, you know what? I'll, I'll say an incredibly lucid call, being the first of what I'll say of the major. You know, when you look at the United States, uh, B of A, Wells Fargo City, uh, J.P. Morgan, being the first to kind of break ranks, uh, made a huge gold and silver call. And I'm talking, this is a short-term call. So we're talking over the next six months between now and the end of the year, uh, Bank of America came out with its forecast. We'll get you that. You're not going to want to miss it. Uh, because it it truly was really right in line with what I've been telling you. As far as all of the scenarios that are going to play out, where the price of the metals are heading, and of course when you start thinking about all of the different things that, that could set it off, big announcement, part of the reason why the Dow's up, Dow's up like 100 points today. Not because of there's not because there's any great economic news, you know. The S and P, hey, if it closes here, it'll be a new all time high. I got I got a little something for you about all time high. You know, right before the stock market collapsed, 
the Dow hit an all-time high. You know, you go back to 87, you go back to the early 90s, all the things that are needed before collapsing are all-time highs, and a lot of people out there, me being one of them, it's just starting to look like 2007 all over again, where you see the stock market hitting all-time highs, but yet you see the struggles of all the financial institutions. we got this negative rate environment. Uh, one of the things that all of us need to be aware of now is what happens somewhere else. I mean, when we go to bed at night, stuff happens, and, and we need to know about it because it is now important enough because of the... Really, when you think about it, because of all of the policies, we've given it all away. We've given away our jobs. We've given away our companies. Uh, really, we've given away, how about like now the, the Internet and everything else? We don't really govern uh, anything. Sovereignty becoming a bad word. But last night while we were sleeping, the Prime Minister of Japan, Abe, and his government won a big re-election. And the reason why the Dow is excited about it is because one of the big platforms is, well, just like we said, even more debt coming. The 29th of July, mark it down, another big day. You know, and I said, I want to say I said it was either Thursday or Friday, don't let this summer go by before you get your your assets protected. And this is another one of those key dates when we talk about what are going to be the drivers for the gold and silver markets already? And and I guarantee you this number is going to go up, but already the Japanese are talking about $10 trillion, of course that's yen, $10 trillion in stimulus, more stimulus. Uh, we're looking at a, a farther or further cut into negative rates, and, and of course the ECB is planning to follow suit, the U.K., is planning on cutting rates. Uh, then BlackRock came out today. Another, we've been talking a lot about BlackRock lately. Of course, they're one of the largest, if not the largest. I think they are the largest as far as a hedge fund with uh, dollars under management. Came out to say, hey, listen, get ready. We're getting ready to enter in. Or, and, of course, if you, believe, if you ask me, I say we're already in it. This whole new world where the debt markets aren't going to give you the returns that you've been accustomed to. And really, when you think about it, it kind of makes sense. We've got a lot of ground to cover today. It's going to be a great show. Don't touch that dial. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour, Double J and the Love, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. A lot of developments in the gold and silver markets. Uh, Bank of America came out, and I want to say this was this was either late Thursday, early Friday, and with their forecast, their new forecast for both gold and silver. And they said, well, both stocks and U.S. Treasuries pricing at all-time highs. Of course, Treasuries would be all-time lows, but that'd be highs. 
The market is sensing that something has to give. Historically, when you look at things, and this is how distorted things really are, and this is why you're actually seeing what gold and silver, this huge rally that they've been on, and why it's going to continue. You know, and I've been saying this for a long time. Price discovery has become almost impossible because day-to-day, it's really managed now by the central banks, and they're trying to to cover things up, and they're not allowing for price discovery. And this is why you have this paradox, because normally if, if stocks are at all-time highs, they're talking about raising rates and all the world, and this is globally now, would all be on rate hikes. And not just, you know, a quarter of a point, right? We, we had a quarter of a point almost a year ago and nothing since. And the rest of the world is all cutting rates, which is not supposed to be how logical debt markets are supposed to work. It's not how it's supposed to be. Yet most people out there don't even understand that. And so Bank of America finally came out and said, hey, listen, this is broken. Right? Stocks are at all-time highs. When yields are rising, you're not supposed to have stocks at all-time highs and yields at all-time lows. Because yields at all-time lows means things are getting what? Worse, not better. Think about today, the new number every week. It's amazing how fast. I want to say the first time I reported sovereign debt at negative rates, it was like $10 trillion. And this was only six or eight weeks ago. Then we updated and said it got to 11.6 or something. Today, it's about $13 trillion that are in negative rates. And it says that according to Bank of America, more QE is likely on the way, which is explaining why gold and silver are moving higher. And they says uh, at gold at and when they wrote this 1370 gold 1360 as we speak back to levels we haven't seen from 2014 and it says that curiously the move higher is taking place even though Friday Stellar's jobs report now people are suggesting that nobody actually believes the government's number. We'll get to that one in the next segment. Uh, According to some people, we may not have created the 287,000 jobs. We may have actually lost 119,000, but we'll get to that later. It said that according to what they're looking at, here's what B of A is basing their new call on. They say the anti- quantitative easing negative interest rate safety call of gold. They said the gold ETF, that's your paper gold, right? That That is the, that is the uh, you pretend to own gold and we'll pretend that you, we have it, is now above 2,000 metric tons. Which the funny part about that is, which means that there's at least because they, they 
fees that they charge you every year for it. Um, but it's 10 to 1. So if you bought 10 ounces, they'll put one in a vault somewhere. And they have a, a Colmex vault, and, and I, I believe there's one in New York, I believe there's one in England, but either way, that's how it's supposed to work. So according to this number, that would mean 20,000 metric tons of paper gold, which of which they put 2,000 metric tons into storage, which, by the way, just that amount, the 2,000, puts it at the fifth largest gold holdings in the world. The 20,000 would be the largest gold holdings in the world. Right now, we allegedly have the largest at 8,000, and I say allegedly because they don't give us, they don't audit it, so we don't really know. But on top of that, it says that Japan, here's, here's what they owe, so we have ETFs, record demand, Japanese savers, as they call them, now fearing domestic confiscation have been accumulating gold in Switzerland, and it's not just the Japanese, this past week saw the second largest ever increase in physical gold holdings. Don't think about that. This last week. This wasn't the height of the financial crisis, right? This wasn't even the week right after Brexit. But this is what I keep trying to get you to understand. This, something is very, very, very broken. And let's face it, who stores gold in Switzerland? Just ask yourself that. How wealthy are you really if you're storing gold in Switzerland? Right? Think about the average Patriot Trading Group customer. Right? We're not storing gold in Switzerland. I mean, these are really the people that store gold in Switzerland are the wealthiest of the wealthy. Right? If anybody would have a what would I say, inside knowledge? That'd be probably a pretty good place to go, don't you think? Of course, the problem is now these Swiss banks, they're not so private anymore, are they? Right? When when things got really bad, <laughs> what did the Swiss do? Okay, <laughs> here's the names of all the people with all the accounts in our banks. And uh, you go ahead and deal with them as you like. But they said that published holdings of physical gold rose by two and a half million ounces in a single week and now total over 80, almost 86 million ounces. And they said that, and here's the quote from Bank of America, their metals team writes, gold, always believe in your soul Glad you are bound to return. You're indestructible. That's what they wrote. Another word saying, hey, at the end of the day, gold's been money for 5,000 years, right, since the invention of money, and it's going to be money 
5,000 years after today. It's never going to zero. It always has value. But then B of A made another call. They said gold will be at a minimum. I'm going to give you the minimum number. $1,500 before the end of the year. I don't know, there was some guy on the radio that was making that call. You remember his name, Homer? Charlie Brown. Was it uh, Charlie Brown? Charlie Brown. Well, I mean, he was built like Charlie Brown, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Double J. I, I kick a football like Charlie Brown. There you go. People keep pulling it away from me. But then they went on to say, that's the low side. So they said, well, what's the high side? All time high $1,900 to the ounce could be the high side as for the silver side of things they did They did one of my, my deals which I really enjoyed you know how I gave you the scenarios for gold price hey gold will be $1,400 if we don't raise rates but where there's no talk of lowering rates and there's no talk of quantitative easing uh, gold's going to over 1500 if there's, hey, we got to go back to zero or we got to have more QE. And then I said gold's going to 1900 if we got to go back to zero and QE, right, or go to negative. B of A did the same thing for silver. First, they started with their most unlikely case. $15 to the ounce was their most unlikely case. And they said the reason that that would occur would be a totally unexpected fall in demand from retail customers. $15. And then they also, by the way, like I said, they also said, this is our most unlikely scenario. Second most unlikely scenario, $20 to the ounce. Now, of course, gold, well, today, and like I said, I think this came out Thursday night. So Friday, silver passed 20 Today it's at $20.50. What they said would be in, in their options, $20 an ounce, they gave four options, $20 an ounce would be the the second least likely option, which they said that silver demand uh, would still be strong, uh, but, but for some reason there may be a small slowdown in that demand, small slowdown. Their most likely call Silver will be $25 to the ounce by the end of this year. Then their second most popular call is silver will overshoot and actually go all the way to $30 to the ounce. And so I started doing what I always do, and I I got out my little calculator and I was like, well, $20, and you, you start doing some math. You know, and I've been telling everybody my comfort zone on silver is 65 ounces of silver for an ounce of gold. 
$20, you're looking at $1,300 gold. So right now we're at $20.50, $1,360 gold. We're about in balance. So you take you take B of A's most prevalent call, what they think is the most likely call, silver at $25 by the end of the year. That puts gold at 16 and a quarter. And, of course, I've been thinking, I gave you, remember last week, I gave you my new most likely call for gold somewhere around 1550 Now, for the novice, has that correlation always been pretty consistent? That's a great question. You go over, you know, really got to, you only can start in the 70s because that's the only time where it was actually free-floating. And, and... Because I know how you refer to them as big brother, little brother. They always, they always tag along, together, right? But, but sometimes, you know what, sometimes big brother hates little brother, and sometimes little brother hates big brother. And the range can vary from 50, and, and I would have to check. I think probably the low side, maybe it got down to 40 very briefly. And the high side is up near 90, but 65 kind of middle ground. Where's gold going to be if silver, quote unquote, overshoots? We'll talk about that next. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. 800 We're going over the call from Bank of America about gold and silver and end-of-the-year pricing. Now, I want to keep one point in mind, and I probably need to to emphasize this when I say it. When they give a price call, most of the time they're talking about an average price. So when somebody comes out and says, gold's going to average $1,300. And you're like, but gold's already 1360 What a terrible, what, you know, what, that guy's an idiot. Now to remember, gold started the year at 1060 and is an up tier to 1360 Silver started the year at like $14. I mean, I want to say, maybe even been in the 13th. So when B of A is talking about the call, they're most likely scenario average price of gold $1,500 which tells you that gold is going to have to run significantly higher and it's going to have to start very quickly because we're already six months through the year and we haven't hit you know we're $140 below $1,500 today so going back to their silver call, their least likely scenario, silver to average $15, which obviously they say non-commercial market participants would need to reduce purchases, which they don't believe will happen. Then they said their most likely call, which I told you silver will be $25 at the end of the year which gets them to their price target average of 20, which they say is their most likely observation. And of course, I did my gold-to-silver correlation and said 
gold at 16.25. But then they said there's a chance for what they call an overshoot, where silver will spend the year at an average price of 25, which means, according to Bank of America, it'll hit $30 before the end of the year which is why they said there is potential this year for gold to touch new all-time highs because at $30 silver times by what I say is by average price per ounce in silver to gold puts gold at $1,950. And you start thinking about what could trigger such events. According to B of A, they say gold will not get through July before being over $1,400 to the ounce. And and so you sit there and you think about all, think about what I said about 1400 Think about what I said about 1300 Right, I said when gold crosses 13, it's going to 14. Right, so far we've crossed 13 about a little over two weeks ago. We've been as high as $277, not quite there yet. And really the real number, you know, it's 13.95. That $5 between 13.95 and 1400. If gold crosses 14, all of a sudden, and everyone's a little different, but it opens up gold to 1525 to 1580, depending on what chart and what type of, you know, there's so many different uh, charts out there, candlestick charts and moving average charts and all this other stuff. But remember the most common denominator, I, I think the simplest. When gold fell in 2013, it fell $500. And think about silver. Silver, uh, same thing. It was falling all the way. Matter of fact, you know, remember, silver almost touched 50, almost. And then in three days, you know, they changed margin requirements. In three days, it went from almost 50 to $35. And then from 35 to 13 most of that damage done in 2013. Of course, 2013 was the end of quantitative easing. That was when the Fed was supposed to start raising rates in 2014, and everything was supposed to be wonderful. They had fixed it. They were the greatest. Ben Bernanke had the courage to act and all that other stuff. Right? Negative rates didn't exist. Economic growth for the world was going to start picking up any second. And now, what we've realized is we were living a lie, right? For those, for the next, for 2014, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, and things are coming to an end. And we sit there and, and we're looking at all of this chart damage. Most of it, by the way, was done in a matter of like eight trading days. 
So you think about the year, you know, Monday through Friday, five days a week. That's something like, uh, what is that, 52 times five? That's about 260 trading days. Now, there's some holidays in there. So let's take 10 days off for, for holidays. That's 250 trading days. And of the 500 points or dollars that gold lost, almost, well, 75% of that, <laughs> almost 80% really, was done in like eight days. And we had not one, not two, but three hundred point drops. The first one was essentially from thirteen hundred to twelve hundred, which by the way, that's where gold closed in twenty thirteen, twelve hundred dollars. We made up that one, right? We went from twelve hundred, we finally crossed twelve, and I told you gold was gonna get to thirteen if it crossed twelve. It did that. Now we're sitting there, what's the next one? Right? Well, 13 to 14, we're getting ready to do it. Right? We're on, we're in it. We're right in the middle of it. If gold crosses 14, we enter into another one of those $100 drops in a single day. Matter of fact, this one was one of those three-day deals. And like I said, depending on who you ask, I say 15 50 some people say 1580. Other people want to just go with uh, the 1525. Because gold went from 1525 to 1400 in like a day. So when Bank of America comes out and says, here's why we're doing things, and you look at, they talk about demand, then they talk about supply, then you talk about charges, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? So we're sitting here talking about where are we going to be. And I, you know, I don't do a lot of short-term stuff. Because really I think what's more important is five years from now, ten years from now, where is it going to be? And, and, and I think we'll sit there and we'll look at this as really another one of those. And it's happened a couple of times now. $250 right back when... I think it was Brown, Gordon Brown was the central bank head in England, and they announced they were selling all their gold, and of course were deliberately setting up the gold price to fall, got all the way to 250 Those of you that were smart enough to buy then, wow. Right, in 15 years, you've done real well. Then, of course, we saw gold go all the way to 1050 and it had some ups and it downs, and, and we've gone through those. But from 1050 it fell all the way to $700. And the same people that were telling you, just like they're trying to tell you today, it's overdone, it's over for gold, right? And, of course, gold went from 700 to 1900 Pulled back. You know, we got to 1000 and now a lot of people are saying, here's the next leg. What's the new high going to be? Right? That's kind of the talk that we've started changing from, 
from are we going to get back to 1900? Now we're seeing all these people calling for new highs. And I think we're going to see at least the run to the 1900 can happen very, very quickly. And this is what B of A came out and said uh, last Thursday night. Look at demand. Right, demand for gold. Now you got countries that normally don't buy gold buying Japan. Who's you know what? We didn't even no one even talked about the Japanese buying gold during this whole run. From two hundred and fifty to nineteen hundred, no one said a word. We never talked. We talk about India, we talk about China, we talk about the United States. Now they're coming out and saying Japan the Everyone's going and they're putting it in Switzerland and they're doing this, they're doing that. Right? England, the UK, another country you never talked about. Right? All of their cities, you saw it. Lining up to get into gold. What do you think the Italians are doing today? You think they're lining up to put their money into their bank? And then you look at all of the, the bellwethers. The numbers out of China are incredible. They're talking another year of over 2,000 metric tons of demand. India. You know, we know they're, no one does gold like India. They're over 1,000 metric tons. Then you start looking at all of these other countries and you see why gold is running because demand is outpacing supply. I mean, it's back to economics 101. Then you start to look at all of these charts. And you got to remember, who does the trading anymore? Right? There's no guy, you know, sitting at his desk looking at a bunch of paper stuff, trying to formulate a trading pattern. It's all done by computers. And the computers all run on these algorithms. If this happens, do that. If that happens, do this, and so on and so forth. And all they're saying is, look, we know what the computers are going to do. When gold crosses 1,400, and it can close above 1400 for more than a couple of days. It's going to go to 1500 or 1525 or 1550 or 1580, depending on which computer you got. I guess it depends on who wrote the algorithm, right? Which, which person from India wrote the algorithm? And then the next one, though, and, and this is the other part. Guess what the next number really is? Hey, if gold crossed to 1600 <laughs> it's going to 17 and change. Why? Because that's the last of the 300-point drop. And according to B of A, their main scenario, gold to average $1,500 for the year, which obviously means the price of gold by the end of the year is going to have to be north of sixteen hundred, north of seventeen hundred, right? Probably right near the all-time high to get to that number. 
And this is what I said. This is their baseline number. This isn't their pie-in-the-sky number. Their baseline number is for silver to average $20, which means silver is going to have to be at least $25 to the ounce, if not 30 And, of course, if it gets the 30 that puts gold at new all-time highs at over 1900 And B of A says, hey, that's a very pl- – I'll just well, – I don't know if I still have it up. Let me see if I still have it. Yeah, I do. If I can get it to – here it is. Here's what they say. A sustained rally, which could see silver prices average $25 to the ounce. And I'm saying – I don't even know what the topside number is. I mean, to get to a $25 average. I mean, we just crossed 20 in the last week. And we started down in the upper $13 range. Would require an increase of non-speculative demand to the tune of about 30% year over year. By the way, we're already about halfway there. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment on this Monday. By the way, it is Eric's birthday today. Of course, Eric. Happy birthday. Right? Happy birthday, Eric. Happy birthday. The founder, the original founder of this company more than 20 years ago. He turned 50. Seven. No way. Right? He that's an, I'll tell you right now, that's an out of prediction I would have made. Holy cow. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe how much older I look than him, yeah. and uh, unfortunately, yeah, right. I'm, I'm 10 years younger. Right, right. Uh, yeah, you and me both. You know, I've known Eric now for, man, almost 20 years, almost since he has been uh, the founder since he started Patriot in 1996. I came along a few years later. No way. But I have predicted that he would still be kicking it here. Uh, 57. What a great, great man. Uh, happy birthday, Eric. Uh, I know that uh, so many people, you've affected so many people positively and had a huge impact on so many more lives than you could possibly know. And in honor of that birthday, I'm running an Uncle Eric birthday special. Yep, I'm doing it. I'm putting in a $20 gold piece, a roll of silver half dollars, and I'm putting it in the gold piece at $14.57. That would be $97 over spot. A roll of half dollars at one seventy, which is about $0.77 cents an ounce less than you could buy silver eagles for. With the shipping, which will only be thirty bucks, for sixteen hundred and fifty-seven dollars. Oh, and by the way, just to top it off, we have fifty-seven packages available. It is the Uncle Eric birthday special, and if you buy them, I'll be able to afford to buy Eric a present. So if you want me to buy Uncle Eric a a birthday present, call up and order the Uncle Eric birthday special 
It's a $20 gold piece at fourteen fifty-seven. A roll of 20 silver half dollars. And it's a nice mix. There's Kennedys, Franklins, Walkers all in there. And only $30 shipping to bring the total to 1657 to celebrate Eric's 57th birthday today. Uh, and I will let them know if when you order that you pass along your birthday wishes to Uncle Eric. A uh, quick look here at the market. Depending on where you look, gold's either up 2 bucks or it's down 7 depending on, and most of that has to do with electronic trading. We won't go into that. 1360 Silver's up $0.35. Cents. You know, again, same thing, $0.35, cents, $0.15, cents, depending on where you look, $20.40. By the way, platinum hit $1,100 today. Uh, the Dow is up 130 points because they're all excited about more stimulus coming out of Japan. I'm anticipating more negative rates out of Japan in the next three weeks. Remember, circle July the 29th. I think it'd be a really, really good idea to put some hard assets away before then. The Uncle Eric birthday special, a 20, 20 half dollars, silver half dollars, a $20 gold piece, shipped and delivered for sixteen fifty-seven at 800 951 0592. Everyone take care. Have a great day.